Welcome to the Your Mental Restoration Podcast, where I'll show you how to take small steps toward your own mental restoration. I'm Alex, founder and owner of YourMentalRestoration.com, a one-stop shop for mental wellness and self-care, where you will find a relatable blog, self-care subscription boxes, this podcast, and my recently published book, Adulting Well. Today, we will take a look at simple steps to keep the anxiety creep at bay throughout the day. Anxiety has a way of creeping up on you, increasing its grasp and intensity as the day goes on. It seems to me that it kind of crawls up my neck as the day is going on with my shoulders getting tight, my thoughts beginning to race. As a mom of three and a human with her own anxiety issues, I've come up with a daily set of rituals that help slow and sometimes even stop the creep. First off, Keep a handwritten to-do list. I know, (laughs) I know, nobody wants to be told to make a to-do list. And honestly, the amount of people who are fearful of them because there's this belief that if I write it all down, it might overwhelm me. But unfortunately, not writing it down ensures that it's going to keep tapping you on your shoulder throughout the day. Have you had those moments where you're in the shower and you think of something or you're driving, or you're cooking, or you're walking, and you're just constantly being tapped on the shoulder by the, oh, did I call this person? Oh, I forgot to make that appointment. Oh no, I didn't cancel on so-and-so. Oh gosh, I gotta remember to put that on the shopping list. And all day long, it's increasing your anxiety. Anxiety tries to convince you to ignore. Ignore everything, but especially ignore tasks, lists, expectations, emotions. The inverse of that concept is to approach. In dialectical behavioral therapy, which is the kind of therapy I'm really passionate about, we teach opposite action. And opposite action is really as simple as it sounds. You do the opposite of your urge if your urge is not effective. So the opposite of avoiding is to approach. Just because it's simple, please don't hear that I'm saying it's easy. It's not easy. It's going to be difficult. But if we can learn to approach that which we are afraid of, we can conquer our day and take control of our anxiety. Anxiety will try to convince you that if you write everything down, you won't be able to handle it. But I'm telling you that if you write it down, it will ease your stress because it will allow you to see the tasks for what they are and make a path forward. You'll be able to look at your list and determine how much time each thing is going to take, how much energy, uh, physical and mental energy. And you can decide each day that you're going to try to do one of the things, just one. It might be returning one phone call. And what we find is that once you check one thing off of the list, it feels so good that you tend to go ahead and do another one. And I'm not saying you have to do everything all in one day. I think that would be really irresponsible of me. We don't want to be all or nothing people. But if we can take small steps each day, right? Make the list, jot it down, try to keep the same kind of list. Um, I've seen people jump between 
task lists or apps on their phone, paper planners, computer um, software, notebooks, scraps of paper, and that actually can make you more anxious because you're afraid you're going to lose one of them or that you haven't checked one of them. So I don't particularly suggest anyone in particular, but whichever one feels right to you, try to commit to it for a week. So if you have a task, you're only going to write it in the journal or you're only going to put it on your phone app and see if that allows you to make uh, any progress moving forward. All right. The second thing, and what I'm going to share might sound overwhelming. I'm just going to tell you it has worked for me. I want you to take the idea and let's see how we can make it work for you. So here's the thing. You are unlikely to have more motivation or more energy later in the day. You will continue to try to convince yourself that you will. You might catch yourself saying things like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll get to that this evening. Or I should have time after X, Y, or Z. But the reality is we don't generally replenish our energy as the day goes on. Um, and no, coffee doesn't count. <laughs> so after many trials and errors, I have found that front-loading my chores. Uh, I'm not talking about work tasks. I'm talking about just the, the general household upkeep. I find that front-loading it into the first 90 minutes of my day makes for much smoother sailing as the day goes on. Um, and yes, I recognize that that sounds really overwhelming, but I have found that when I get up uh, and as I'm walking through the house, I just generally uh, make sure there's nothing on the floor that's going to get sucked up in the vacuum. Um, I do have a Roomba. It is one of the best uh, gifts I've ever been given. My husband noted how stressed out I had been and and the floors and the floors having um, crumbs on them had just kind of been a constant annoyance. So he surprised me with a Roomba. And so that is why this works for me. Um, vacuuming in the morning may or may not work for me. I have not tried that. But I will run the Roomba right away in the morning while I'm getting ready and while I'm getting my family ready. That way it's done. We have a two-story house. It's done upstairs by the time I go to work. I can set it on the charger when I leave and then it runs on its own in the main level of the house. Um, and I do enlist my kids as even my youngest is two with picking up and tidying up the floor a little bit. So that's one way we keep the floors under control. Uh, we are a family of five, and I can tell you somebody's laundry always needs done. So every, well, I won't say every morning, most mornings I go ahead and start a load of laundry. Um, I toss it in the wash. It, you know, takes just a couple of minutes. If I do it early enough or if I'm home <clears throat> midway through the day, I will sometimes switch it in the middle of the day. And then it's ready to be folded that evening. Um, I pack my lunches the night before. That's for me and for my kids. Um, it's just unreasonable to think I'm going to want to do that in the morning. So I do tend to pack lunches the night before. Um, and then the last thing I try to take care of every morning in that 90-minute stretch is... Um, the dishes. So again, family of five, we always have dishes to do. So we load the dishwasher after dinner and run it in the morning while the kids are doing their things, brushing their teeth, you know, running around like uh, the, the crazy little people they are. I try to unload the dishwasher. Ask, I do ask for their help. I think that's part of um, growing their responsibility, but I will unload it and then reload it if need be so that 
when I get home from work, the floors are clean, the laundry is in process, and the dishes are done. Those three things alone keep my stress so much lower because I don't have to think about how much I have to do when I get home. All right, the third idea. Um, third and fourth are going to go closely together. Um, but the third idea is drink water. <laughs> drink water, drink water, drink water. Um, our culture is going to lead you to believe that I should be talking about drinking coffee. Uh, now I like coffee. I don't have any problem with you drinking coffee. But the problem with relying on coffee for energy is that you build up a tolerance. You start to get jittery. You have the highs and then the crashes. So it gives you this false sense of energy and you're going to feel worse later. You're going to feel that huge crash uh, 90 minutes or so after drinking it. So I would encourage you to try to limit yourself to one um, caffeinated beverage in the morning and then switch to water. Um, water does give you energy. It also gives you motivation to continue with other healthier habits. Um, I love the way that things can spiral in a good direction. We tend to focus on how things spiral in negative directions, but stay with me. If you have one coffee in the morning and then you're able to convince yourself to switch to water, when snack time or nap time comes, all of a sudden you're more likely to pick a healthier snack, right? Um, when you're having that nap urge in the middle of the day, you might be more likely to fight it um, and say, you know, I'm going to go for a walk instead. So see what it, what happens for you if you drink a little bit more water. It also, I mean, funny but true, you'll have to use the bathroom more often, which forces you to get up and move around, gets the blood pumping, which also gives you more energy. So if you find that you're just sitting at your desk hour after hour after hour and your energy is dipping, Again, try it for a week or two and see if there is any positive impact for you. All right. Uh, the next one, like I said, ties together, and that's very similar to eat more produce. So similar to water, we have a tendency to reach for carbs and sugar when our energy is dipping. But this will increase your sluggishness, your fatigue, your mood swings throughout the day. Okay, carbs and sugar are not banned. Again, we are not doing the all or nothing thing, but increasing them isn't going to help you. So if your energy is dipping, try to eat things that are a little bit more natural from the produce section of the grocery store. Uh, fruits and veggies have sugar in them, antioxidants, uh, fiber, all these things that your body needs to function well. And if your body is functioning well, your mind is going to function better. So if you want sustained energy throughout the day, Reach for things that you know uh, where they came from, meaning we know that an apple came off of an apple tree. We know that peanut butter came from peanuts. We don't know where prepackaged snack foods came from other than uh, maybe a factory. All right. Last tip to keep your anxiety at bay, to keep the anxiety creep under control is to go to bed. Um, we seem to fall into this. I'm saying we as, as adults and young adults in 2021, we seem to feel like we deserve to stay up later and watch TV or watch Netflix uh, or whatever streaming service you watch. The reality is you deserve to sleep. You deserve to give your brain and body a break. 
Um, you deserve the rest and the nourishment that comes along with sleep. Because again, go back to the water idea and the, the produce idea. Staying up late gives you a false sense of relaxation, a false sense of control over your emotional state. In, in fact, it, it really ensures that your next day is going to be more difficult because you're not getting to bed at a reasonable time. You're tired the next day. All right. So your energy is not going to magically increase throughout the day, which strongly suggests that whatever your bedtime is, you just bump it up a little bit. Um, I, I strive for 9 PM. The reality is 10 PM is more realistic for me, but if I don't pay attention to it, it'll slowly creep to 10 30, 10 45, 11 o'clock. So I've learned that going to bed after 10 PM is a surefire way to sabotage my next day. And don't want you to do that to yourself. Um, I have also found that setting a go to bed alarm has been remarkably effective. Um, I've been doing this for years, but I've recently noticed that phones are now building that in. So you can look in your phone settings and it will remind you to go to bed. Um, my phone that I just got actually turns the screen to black and white at whatever time you set. So it's not as fun to be scrolling. Um, so use technology to your advantage in that regard. Set a go to bed alarm. And then when you get up, Try to get out of bed relatively quickly. Just get up and get moving. We know that laying in bed and snoozing never actually gave anybody more energy. Again, it's just that false sense of energy. Get up, get your things done that you need to get done. Take care of your body all day. Repeat. I think that if you implement at least one of these strategies, you will be really surprised at how quickly the results add up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, check in next time when we dive a little bit deeper into these relatable tips for your mental restoration.